0: Hey everybody! It's great to be back with you. It's Barry again from TurningThePage.co.nz, and today we're going to be talking about control. And do you try to control the uncontrollable? Now, there was a time in my life when what I was facing it was out of my control. You might have had times like this, must yourself, you know. And uh, the decision. Of how these others were going to treat me was beyond my control. You know, have you ever been in that situation where you're 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 totally at the mercy of um, somebody else's judgment of you? You know, and we see it all the time in the legal system, don't we? Uh, the defendant awaits the decision of the judge, and um, everyone in the courtroom they've got they're all their own their opinions. But none of these opinions matter because it's the judge sitting in the seat of power that has the final say whether the the person is guilty or innocent, or it might be a jury of people to say whether the person is guilty or innocent. But you know I think we are all judges to some degree or not. Um, we all make judgments about various people, even though Jesus said not to because of course he knows. whole story but we are presented with evidence and we weigh it against our own experience and values and we pronounce a verdict We, we we make a decision this person is that. you know they've done this that sort of thing um and it's a verdict that we hold on to until we are presented with more evidence and um then we have to retry the defendant as such in our mind. And uh, because we've already made a judgment, it's so much harder to change our opinion because we actually have to say that we got it wrong. Years ago here in New Zealand, we had this mental health campaign, which had the line, know me before you judge me. And I often thought about how many of us are willing to get into the ditch of another person's life. You know, we're really the stuff. Just to know what has shaped that person's soul, and so that we can make fair and reasonable um, judgments about this person. You see, I want to control certain situations and some people because I know best, don't I? <laughs> and in my human pride, I think I should know how things should work out. So I manipulate, I deceive, and I lie uh, to try and get the outcome I want. We all do it. Come on, let's be honest. We want to control the other person or the situation so that it goes well for us. And we have this uh, turned in or curved in wood on our self bias. And in Latin, it's called the incurvatus in se. It's like a gravitational pull that pulls everything I do into being about me. You see, I want people to like me. So I present a certain reality that I think people will find attractive. I want to control the narrative of what people will think about me. And social media is just full of that, you know, all the selfies, all that sort of stuff, to try and create the image of who I am or what I do. And... It's really foolishness because you can't control another person's opinion of you. you. You can influence it. And indeed, you know, politicians and pop stars and social media gurus, they, they all do it. Um, and they've got all the techniques on how to influence you. Uh, and we can influence people into loving us or hating us or being indifferent to us and i think so much stress is generated when we try and control the 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 story when the the motives aren't self-sacrificial to the benefit of others look i am convinced that some people often without knowing want to treat others like hand puppets (laughs) you know the hand goes up inside the puppet like the muppets you know and And they manipulate the person to do whatever the puppeteer wants. Or it's the strings attached type of version of a puppet. They pull you this way and that through various means of overt or covert manipulation, they get you to do what they want you to do. Why do we want to be in control? Well, I think it's because we want a safe world that complies with meeting our needs, our way. I want to control you. (laughs) And especially I want to control God. Yes, because I have needs that aren't being met my way in my time. So I want to control the world. And I think of Jesus. With all that divine superpower, Jesus could have controlled the uncontrollable. He he could have snapped his fingers and made his followers be like robots and do exactly wanted but what he wanted. But he wasn't a dictator. Instead of demanding mindless loyalty, he said to some fishermen, Come follow me. Then on the cross he let the crucifiers have their way. He even prayed to forgive them. Father, forgive them for what not for what they forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. There was a bigger story and um Nobody could understand it. We even struggle with the bigger story today. You see, Christ's security was found in something greater than the opinions and judgments of others. Let's think about what we can control, what we can influence, and what is out of our control, the uncontrollable. Um, this is what I'm going to share with you next is based on Stephen Covey's Circles of Influence. And If you come over to the blog and you look at the blog post there's three circles the inner circle is what we can control and that includes things like our thoughts my words what i say to people my actions behavior my reactions um, my decisions my choices my attitude mindset and my mood then outside of that inner circle is the circle of influence but out of my control And in the circle, it has things like how much someone loves me. I can influence it, but it's not in my control. My reputation, I can influence it, but it's not in my control. How much respect people give me, or whether people like me or not. Other people's choices, other people's actions, other people's thoughts. I can influence them, but I can't control them. Then there's the outer circle, which is out of my control. (laughs) (laughs) Things like what's happened in the past. Well, I can't control what has happened in the past. It's already done. Uh, Strangers' comments on social media. (laughs) I can't control it. I can't control the weather. I can't control whether public transport is going to be on time. Um, I can't control world peace. No, (laughs) I can't control the traffic, although I really like to. I can't control the media. And so, we've got these three circles, what I can control, what I can't control but influence, and what is outside of my control. The question for me is, how much time do I spend on which circle? Um, Where do I focus my energy on? Where I focus, what I focus on, I've discovered, gets me, all right? I can focus on the negatives and the challenges, and I will always be taken down. Focus on the positive and the good things, and it will always give me hope. So that's a little, that's a little phrase that I, I have uh, cherished in my heart for a very, very long time. What I focus on gets me. Focus on the negatives, challenges, will always take me down. Focus on the positive, good things, will always give me hope. You see, I've found that anxious and depressed people spend a lot of time dwelling and ruminating on the circle of what they can't control. (laughs) The depressed ruminant thinks on on the past with Mr. Could Have and Mrs. Should Have. The anxious person frets with Mr. Might Happen and Mrs. What If. (laughs) And And then we sort of swing between the pendulum of those two positions, don't we? You know, the what ifs, and the should-haves centeredness um, brings us to a place of what is within our control and what we can influence. It's a mi- place of mindful awareness of the now, and and Jesus teaches me to focus on what is within my control, and to use it in a healthy way for where I can influence. You see, very rarely did he step into the zone of the humanly uncontrollable. So like, yeah, he did um, um, stop the storm. Yes, he did walk on water. But it was, those are very rare circumstances. But wouldn't we like to have that miracle power and change what is beyond our control? Oh, we pray for it. But i found that healthy, mindful people stay in the circle and leave the miracles up to God. You know, like, when I first wrote this blog post, it was raining outside. It was pouring, and, you know, I have to do a lot of work outside, and I wanted it to be fine. But I've got no control over the weather. You know, I want the the weather tap. I want to find the weather tap and turn it on and off according to my desires. I even pray for this at times. Lord, turn off the rain. And then again, when it's hot and dry, I pray for rainy days like this. (laughs) But I can't control the weather. But I can control my response to it. Will I dance in the rain? Or drown in it? Will I wear a coat and think of all the rain filling the vast reservoirs below my feet? Or will I soak in grumpiness at getting wet? (laughs) Look, in this room, I I sit with a whole lot of straight lines. The doors, the windows, this this desk are all neatly neatly shaped and straight. And I find order according to a kind of safety and familiarity. I know where everything is, pretty much, and I'm secure. But I step into nature and it's round. It's curved and irregular. And there is a kind of disordered beauty. This world, and especially others, are more curved than being straight forward, okay? Look, if I'm honest with myself, I'm more curved and jelly wobbly in my life than straightforward, forward, exact and in control. True? Are you, are you like that? More curved and jelly wobbly? Look, others want to control me, to put me in a box of categories so they will feel safe and secure, to march me under a precise... Parade ground orders, but <laughs> I want to dance a combination of disco, waltz, and throw in some Morris dancing for good measure. Truly, the only thing I'm in control of is my response to you and the world around me. And I found that even then, my body is fragile. And put under enough stress, my brain can become so unwell that its cognitive functions lose connection to reality. And I ask anyone who's had psychosis about the loss of control. and I talk to some people and, and where well, the brain has just done some you know really weird things and they've, they've lost sense of reality. and you realize that there is a fragility to our lives that should sober us up to the need for humble prayer. How much stress? you have from having from trying to control others how much stress do you have from others trying to control you (laughs) look take responsibility for what is within your control and you'll find the stress load begins to fall off i hear some quotes god grant me the serenity to change to accept the things i cannot change courage to thing to change things i can In the wisdom to know the difference. Okay, that's that's, an AA quote. And here's Victor Frankl. He says, When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. And again, he says, Everything that can be taken from a man, but everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And Epictetus, Epictetus, make the best use of what is within your power and take the rest as it happens. Some things are up to us and some things are not up to us. Some opinions are up to us and our impulses, desires, aversions, in short, whatever is our own doing. Our bodies are not up to us, nor are our possessions, our reputations or our public offices, or that is whatever is not in our own doing. And at the head of all understanding is realizing what is and what cannot be and the consoling of what is not in our power to change. That's Solomon in Blessed is he who has learned to bear what he cannot change and to give up with dignity what he cannot save. Friedrich von Schreller. David Riddell, he says, stay in your own territory, do all. Do all that you can do, but leave the miracles up to God. And don't try to change others. Work on yourself instead. Your response to others is always your responsibility. And the right response ensures respect all round. David Riddell Here's some questions. What cir- which circle do you tend to spend the most time in? Okay? The circle within your control? The circle that is not in your control but you can influence? or the circle of the uncontrollable. Number two, we want miracles. (laughs) We want the uncontrollable to be in our control, yes. But how much stress does this induce in our bodies? And number three, who do you spend the most time with? Mr. Could Have and Mrs. Should Have? Or Mr. Might Happen and Mrs. What If? Hey, thanks for uh, listening or watching this. Love to hear from you. Send me an email, Barry at turningthepage.co.nz And also I've just um put up on my website the invite for people to come and have a conversation with me. So that's like um a one-to-one session with me. And it's it's all pay what you want, including free. And um love to hear from you. If you want to want to contact me and have a chat with me, you know, one-to-one over Zoom or some other app, please just email me and we'll make a time. Hey, until next time, remember to stay in your zone of your control, okay? Control what's within you. Leave the miracles up to God. Bye.